Hey, you love to see it, friends. This is Paul, your friendly podcast producer. We're taking the week off, but no worries because we'll be back at it next week with a pretty great theme for the month of October, aka the best month. So this week, we thought we might give you a chance to check out Fernanda's podcast, Best Camp of My Life, which is usually focused on the MMA world. But this week, Fernanda's reviewing the notoriously awful Double Dragon movie from 1994, which, believe it or not, I saw in theaters. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing that, but I would recommend giving Best Camp a shot. So yeah, thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next week. Welcome to this week's episode of Bass Camp of My Life, a podcast about MMA. Kind of, but not really, but kind of. I'm your host, Fernanda Prates, and I'm just going to cut right through it because I'm going on vacations and I had to leave some stuff prepared and I'm all out of creativity for elaborate intros. And because I have a guest whom uh, we've established as offended as he gets when I say it. Who no longer requires an elaborate intro because he made vows to me in front of witnesses and a judge. And therefore, he is obligated to love me and everything I do. So (laughs) welcome again to the show, Boo Boo. When is this coming out? This, I don't even know, babe. Why? So Because I want to know where we are at this moment. We as a couple, we as a peoples, we metaphysically. Either in Portugal or Spain. Spain, probably probably Portugal, I'm guessing. I don't know. I haven't decided on the timeline yet. Well, you decided to do a special episode. Yes. So we can leave something evergreen. Want to tell the... The people's what it is. Yes, we're doing a movie. Oh, my God. We're very much sounding like influencer couples and it's starting. Oh, is this good because you've been watching the Rachel Watson? Rachel Hollis video and I'm just, I'm very alarmed right now. (laughs) We need to do like a hard turn left (laughs) because this is frankly alarming. But Highly, highly recommend the Maintenance Face podcast on her. Yes. Uh, Maintenance uh, Face is a podcast hosted by Michael Hobbs and I forgot the name of the other host. I remember Michael Hobbs' name because he also hosts You're Wrong About, which is also another amazing podcast. Uh, but we digress. Yes, we are doing a movie review today, which you know already because it's on the literal title of the podcast. I don't know why we keep it in suspense, but we are doing a movie review and we are reviewing Double Dragon. Double Dragon. You brought Double Dragon into my life. Yeah, we're thinking, uh, you wanted to like ideas, right? Of like what movie to do. Like, yeah. Because maybe the Street Fighter movie was a candidate, but you had already used it for like one of your texts. Uh, for Damn like several thing. of them, because like 90% of what I write is it's Van Damme related. And content. my mind was like, okay, like let's, let's try to find the intersection, right? And like, uh, martial arts and video games because obviously we're on fanbite here. And I was like, oh, Double Dragon. Double Dragon for me is like one of my, it was like one of my formative arcade games. Like it's one of the ones that I remember the most when I was a kid. It was that. Okay. It was that RoboCup arcade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Dudes, which is also like a um, side-scroller brawler. But like Double Dragon 1 and Double Dragon 2 were like my thing. And one day before this, I was playing on the Switch on the virtual console, the um, Double Dragon 2. Okay. For the NES, which is like one of my favorite all-time games. Because I remember I was like eight or nine mm-hmm. when this came out. Like I remember the box. <laughs> I remember the cartridge. I remember the label. I remember the graphic on the label, like the um, drawing and the illustration and everything. Yeah. And I remember the game. That's beautiful. And I was like, oh, and I remember the movie. Okay. It was like a, one of those in Mexico. It's like off-brand uh What was the name channels. in Spanish? Doble Dragon. Doble but like, Dragon. I didn't see it on movies. Okay. It was a thing that came out like on video here. There's it is a- from 94, by the way, for everyone trying to 
Because I was yeah, Vita gets I'm a full of youth. Eighty seven and eighty nine or eighty six and eighty eight. Yeah. The first one and the second. There's like four or five. I wasn't born yet because again, I'm I'm youth. Yeah, and then the movie was ninety four. There's like a couple of off-brand movie channels in Mexico. I love that like he knows sold it. I'm like trying to be funny. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Golden choice. Jokes. Which eventually became like. He's still uh, ignoring it. He's still ignoring my joke. He's just talking over like me. Like a synonym of softcore. He like over the golden premiere movies. My podcast. And that's where I saw it like as a kid. Like you, I was like 14, you're literally 14. ignoring everything I'm saying. No. I was you like literally are. Point. I'm like talking about. Okay. Okay. You're about t- how do you young you are. You're leave? a kid. You're a baby. Do you want me to leave so you can hold this? I just this? You don't want to say how old I was when, we, <laughs> when I watched the movie because then people are going to be like, oh. No, but that's a beautiful story. Because I'm old. So I'm really old. Relationship. Yeah. I was at Drugstore in the corner of my house, which had one arcade cabinet. Yeah. And rotated games. There was and a then, drugstore, uh, an arcade thing in the drugstore? It's super common here, like at um, grocery, small miscellaneous stores. Yeah. And drugstores. Yeah. They were like, it was super common to have like one cabinet, like an off-brand cabinet. And they would switch the games. They would switch the board. So you would go into a drugstore to play a game. Yeah, yeah. You've, remember the stores that are like near my dad's house? Yeah. There's like one where they sell cakes and stuff uh-huh. and piñatas. So that was a drugstore. Okay. And they had one video game cabinet. Okay. And like, obviously they just changed around. And it was like, like in the best years of it, it was like Robocop, the arcade game and Double Dragon 2. Oh, wow. Okay. It's very it. common here. Okay. I love it. It was <laughs> that. And remember like the little store that next yeah. that's next to the dentist? Mm-hmm. Stores like that and the drugstore, they would have like one machine. You go by Tylenol. And oh, and when they had like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat when I was like a teen, yeah, you would see like 50 people there playing inside the drugstore. No, they're like somehow where like, there was a line suffering with illnesses and diseases. none of this is hygienic. None of this is hygienic. <laughs> imagine 50 people playing the same arcade. And do they apply shots in drugstores here? No, okay, because none, none of the time, none of the time, and they would pierce your ear. I imagine like, I don't doing know, all of that yeah. and playing arcade games. So I I did not know the game or anything. Like I did not play arcade games. Like that's not part of my life, yeah. um, which I guess explains a lot. And also, so I didn't really know. When you suggested and showed me the trailer, I was just uh, completely enthralled. And here is the synopsis. For those of you who haven't watched, you should to follow along, but I don't think you'll miss out on much because the premise of this episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to get to it in a second, but here's the uh, description of the movie, the plot summary. In post-apocalyptic California, brothers Billy Lee, Scott Wolf, and Jimmy Mark Dacascos are highly trained martial artists living in the ravaged city of New Angeles. The pair have been trained by Satori, Julia Nixon, who took them in after their parents died. When Satori finds herself pursued by evil overlord Koga Shuko, Robert Patrick, who is intent on possessing her mystical dragon medallion, the siblings are charged with protecting it from Shuko and his henchmen. So you know what you're getting yourself into right away by this description. It does leave out that Alyssa Milano is in the movie playing a, a young rebel. So that's, that's unfortunate. Also attractive for me as a 14-year-old. Okay, yes, that makes sense. That makes sense that it appeals to your uh, 14-year-old. It appeals yeah, because this is where like Elisa Milano was like making like risque movies. <laughs> and then like Double Dragon. She was the cutest. So She, it's, it's, okay. I will, um, we watched the movie and the movie happened. But <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Honestly, that's my well, It didn't happen for it. me for like 10 minutes. I'm not going to like spoil it. Uh, Anything. It's just, I didn't, I was very indifferent to it by the time it was over. Because I was expecting to either like marvel at like, even like it's bad. Like I'm marveling at the badness or to love it. Because for instance, Street Fighter, who everybody hates, we recently watched, as we were saying, and I really fucking love it. I think it's awesome. It's hilarious. It's fun. I really don't understand people hating Street Fighter because it's like, why do you hate being happy and having a good time and enjoying yourself? I don't understand these people, but I was very indifferent to Double Dragon. And I, as I was like thinking about how we were going to do this episode, I was like, I don't even have any ideas. How is it going to like go? Because I'm just so indifferent to it. So I started like reading reviews 
And I noticed that uh, the reviewers were not as indifferent as I was. I saw (laughs) (laughs) either a lot of love or a lot of hate. Uh, And it came in a lot of very passion, in the form of very, very passionate uh, commentary. And I was, you know, decided, you know what, let's let's base this on the reviews. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some of the reviews to you and you'll let me know how you feel. If you agree, if you think it's a fair point, if you think that this person is just not making any sense, which will happen. I'm just still shocked that this is after Terminator 2. Like what happened to Robert Patrick's career to go from like the T-1000 to this? I was absolutely certain, by the way, when we were watching this movie that this was before because A, he looks younger and B, because it's like the effects in this movie are not... Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> ...developed. <laughs> Terminator 2, like uh, to me, the effects are amazing. Well, they were like the best of the movie on movie history by the point, the time yeah, they were made. And the budget... I'm going to go ahead and guess was a little different. This is for the old people out there when like silicon graphic computers were like a thing. And they're like the processors who did the T-1000 and shit. But he's amazing in the movie. Yeah, the and then he went into the X-Files. So all, all is good. And his brother can sing. So all is good. So the, I'm good. Let's, I'm going to do this. You tell me, I have like a selection. Okay. Of, Rotten Tomatoes. You've told me we're doing this, but I have not heard any of it. He hasn't read the reviews. Uh, Oh my God. We do sound like a fucking influencer blogger couple and I, we need to read. Look, we just need that one of us (laughs) is a Disney executive who's like making over two or three million dollars a year. That's gotta be you. And then the other person like hustles and makes like celebrity weddings for like the clients of the husband. And then writes a book. And when the book, when an Instagram post gets famous, you can say you did it with your hard work, not with the millions of the, of your partner. That still sounds like too much work to me. So uh, let us not. Let us let us stay broke. I'm cool. Um, okay. So I have reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, and Google Reviews. And Perfect. I have like an, an assortment. Okay. Positive, negative. Am I going to know where they come from? Uh... I'll tell you. Pick okay. one. What? Which one? Which which website do you want this? To Rotten come Tomatoes. First? But I just want to know, or if you know, if this is a top critic or a user. Some of them it says okay. there's one that I know, but I I didn't get I didn't read the full reviews. I just okay. got the one sentence. Perfect. A top reviewer, Brian Lowry of Variety. Even kids won't get much of a kick out of this high energy, low IQ, futuristic slugfest. Oh, it's harsh, but I agree. You think kids won't enjoy it? It's so slow, dude. Mm. Let me know that the thing starts with like a karate tournament, like at a yeah, speech, right then a karate tournament, and then has like the slowest action scene ever. Okay. The, the least impactful car chase ever. <laughs> Why? Dude, it lasts like 10 minutes and nothing happens. That's good. We that's went a to meet Abobo, which is like weird. That's the thing. He's it's amazing. Like, oh, yeah, the Abobo's from the And you have one of the most amazing lines when Mark Dacascos goes to him and says, Hey, Broomhead. And then uh, the pretty boy, I forgot his name. We're going to sweep the floor with your skull. <laughs> By the way, I remember where I knew the other Maha guy from. Mm. She, he was in the Weird Science TV show. Okay. Well, I... I personally... It's the blonde kid from the Weird Science show. Love a Bobo in this. Oh, he's cool. And there's like a fearful, fierce character in the video game. And so no offense, I think he's the worst actor I've ever seen. Also, it's super two different persons, by the way. The big uh, Bobo and the... Uh, yeah, like the suited Bobo. The normal Bobo is like one actor. And okay. then the suited Bobo is like a different actor. The suited Bobo is good. I was thinking that it was like, oh, he like got better throughout the movie or like the suit really brought it out of him. No. (laughs) Yeah. So he really is. I I don't even want to research it. And uh, And I'm pretty sure he's in a uh, football movie called The Program, which is really bad with James Caan. I'm not surprised. He's like a steroid user that goes like off the rails. Why is he always linked to steroids? I don't know. 
<laughs> I want to check kind of Well, you like give me another one. I want to check if it's actually him. Okay, so this is, but there were, uh, I'm going to give you a, a good critic, a Los Angeles Times critic on oh, Rotten okay. Tomatoes. A clever and lively adaptation of the popular video game. Okay, yeah, which is to say, like, I don't know the mystique of the game, but I didn't remember there was a lot of story. It was just, oh, a gang kills your girlfriend, yeah. which is Marion. Marion is dead in the video games. Okay. And you're, like, trying to kill them because they you're enacting revenge. Okay. Uh, that's all I remember. She gets killed in the video game? In the, I think it's the second one, Double Dragon 2. She gets killed the moment you start the game. <gasps> Alyssa Milano? Like, you put a coin... You press one player one, three guys shoot Marion, like she dies, and then the game starts. You're playing this as a child? Well, you're playing Robocop. We're as playing a the child. Robocop video game, which yeah, is Robocop very is violent. Yeah, Robocop is like dark for me at 32. So. Oh, at the level where you have to shoot someone in the penis. Ah, uh, that's cool. Remember when Robocop shot yeah, someone yeah. in the penis? In the dick. <laughs> yeah, I was trying I was to. <laughs> I was controlling my language. Babe, it's my show. <laughs> Remember when Robocop shot someone in the dick? There is literally a mug saying that and uh, nobody got it for my birthday. So I'm still very upset. They didn't send it to Mexico. But I'll give you one from Google Reviews. Okay. And this is a trip. Okay. Love the game. This movie is pretty innocent and weird and silly and bad with a wonderful cast. I loved this movie when I was a teen. Watch out because it takes a turn. Today, <laughs> humanity really is horrible, just like in the movie. I watch these movies to go back to a better place in time, to escape the garbage of today's society. And like the smiley face. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. This person is going through something. Especially because in the 90s, people were really crappy too, so... Honestly, the saddest, most depressing, darkest movies that I know and love are from the 90s. It was the end of uh, Reagan. So and the end like, of the Bush administration and the beginning of a very Republican eight years of Bill Clinton. So it's like today, humanity is really horrible, just like in this movie. It wasn't more horrible before. That's what we're, I just I don't agree with this. Mexico went through some shit in the 90s, so. I watch these movies to go back to a better place in time. But that's what I don't understand. Is that a better place? I think it was a better time for him. For him. No, yeah, no, no, not in, the, not in that weird uh, post apocalyptic uh, New Angeles, Arizona Bay <laughs> thing. Because it's really the, the scenery of the movie, like the tone of the movie isn't depressing. Like it's full of one liners, it's very cheesy and like kind of silly, but. Like, imagine living there and having a curfew in a gang-torn city. Um, just All I kept hearing in my head to the entire movie is a song by Tool called Anima. Because it's about, like, the big quake and California separating. And there's a line that says, see you down in Arizona Bay because California's going to break off. You bring too which much. Which is what happens. Which happens. Arizona, like, California breaks off. Yeah. That's all. From, like, uh, it was, like, I think L.A. to, like, Tijuana or something. It breaks off. You bring too much art and, and intellect to this podcast. Oh, I was playing San Diego in January and I want to I don't, go. I don't know if I appreciate it. I, I, I like to keep things stupid to match okay. me. No, it's okay. Go ahead, babe. We need the smart one to become the billionaire so I can. Yeah, the, the tool is just a band. It's not a smart thing. But you're saying it in a smart way. Okay. Um, then another Google review. This one's more okay. su- succinct. What the hell was this embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. Imagine like you you go in to watch Double Dragon, right? Like you you read the you read the, you know what it's about. You see the trailer, you see a single image, you can see a still, one still from the movie. And you know what's what's about if to happen. If you go soon. in expecting something out of this, it's on you. So it's like you watch this and you get angry enough about it to go and leave a review. I honestly, I think I've probably left like two reviews in my life. I don't understand people like randomly leaving reviews. So like to me, if you're leaving a review, you have to be passionate about it. And how to me, this is just very contradictory. Um, 
But then I'm going to counter it okay. with a more wholesome one. I love action comedy and dragons. They are my favorite animal. <laughs> Let, let's just clarify that there's no dragons in the movie. <laughs> the dragons are within us and in the medallion. <laughs> this is not um, the Hobbit. They're also like, like real it's not, animals. Uh, a uh, dragon voiced by uh, Doctor Strange. But imagine you got some job interview. <laughs> What's your favorite animal? Dragons. Dragons. They're so cool. <laughs> but, but what's your favorite animal? Dragons. <laughs> your actual favorite dra animal. Komodo dragons. Oh, no, remember the not. Komodo dragon in the supermarket from the video? They're horrifying. They're terrifying. I'm, I'm scared to I don't, shit. I don't like lizard yeah. creature, creatures. I like lizards. I'm just scared to shit from... Um, I don't know, babe. I think it would be dragons. pandas or something. I like pandas. It's very cliche. Penguins. It's a cliche to answer. Penguins, pandas. All black and white animals. <laughs> well, pandas are cute too. <laughs> I would just say koalas, even though they have like chlamydia and gonorrhea or whatever. Capivaras. Capivaras are awesome. They're very They're the chill. They're, They're the very lose. But we, we digress. We digress. Um... The IMDb ones, what I love about them is that you have the rating and you have a title to the review. So I feel okay. like it really adds dimension. Yeah. To, At least I know where they come To from. the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> one of them, the title is Gangs of Los Angeles Fight with Police for the City While the Shadow Lord Fights for the Other Half of a Long Lost Amulet. That's the title. So it's kind of like a plot summary in a way, in a strange way. And it starts with Double Dragon is better than Super Mario Brothers. It is. Then again, so is everything else. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the movie was released in 1994. Looks like it was made in 1989. And the fashion is circa 1980. <laughs> All of these are It's accurate statements. <laughs> I love it. But this is the part that I wanted to get to because it is. Amazing in a horrible way. Why is it people from the future dress like they're from the past? Thank you. You're not going to be thanking this reviewer. Why is it Alyssa Milano looks hefty? Literally, that's a thing that was written into a review by what I'm assuming is a teenage or like early 20s. I want to smack Alyssa that person Milano. in the face. Alyssa Milano was like probably... A literal teenager doing this movie. It was already weird that they kind of sexualized her a bit, but this commenter inside all of this complained because it's a complaint. It's like a he's baffled. He's like he doesn't know what's happening. That Alyssa Milano looks quote unquote hefty. She was 22, 21. A young woman. It's It's fucking bizarre that a person would. And then he continues. It was terrible, unsophisticated, and bumpy. I'm having a tough time staying with you there, commenter, after this. That said, it gave me exactly what I wanted. It's a whole journey in this, this comment. That's what I like about it. We're, it's taking us places. Slapstick, sung fu action, and a few familiar faces. I enjoyed. You don't rent a movie like Double Dragon because you want an engaging plot. You rent it to relieve your childhood hijinks. Hijinks. Sorry, English is hard. Watch it and I guarantee you that you'll be downloading an emulator and playing it within a week. Oh, I had an emulator on my Mac and I haven't been able to get on it back and now I... Like, I really regret it because I would have played it yesterday after we watched it. Absolutely. But uh, he did say, make no, a no, comment no, no. about Alyssa Milano's body. And we know Look, it's a dude. I don't even know if it is, but we know it is. So um, we know a lot more about this dude. We know what you know. <laughs> you, you know what we're referring to. Um, yeah. On the risk of manic pixie dream girl, Alyssa Milano, she looks perfect in the movie. Because of. Oh, because like it's, she's like the blonde hair, she's like fighting against justice, and she's quirky and snappy and whatever. But so that's like, the thing, you're not Manic Pixie Dream Girl in her. Like, this is a very one of those roles. She looks gorgeous in the movie. Okay, <laughs> I'll let you have your moment. With so <laughs> hefty, <laughs> hefty. What is it's, hefty? It's it's. Hefty insane. reminds me of John Cena and the Hefty Bag uh, commercial. No, and it's like we, you have all these comments about the movie itself and then you have a 
one random comment about the one of the two like lead female characters. Well, there's the third one, the Whipling. Why isn't the comment? Oh, the Cascos looks short. There's Scott Wolf looks short. We know why. why Robert it Patrick is, right? looks thin. Looks weird. Has big ears. <laughs> the blonde hair is so stupid and dumb. <laughs> The way he smokes the cigarette is unrealistic. No. <laughs> I love it, babe. You Mom, tell him. You tell him. I got more Doritos, please. <laughs> tell you the internet about Melanie. Melanie looks hefty. Okay. Remember the doctor said you should cut down on your sodium, Billy. Oh, Mom. Sorry, I, I was not expecting you to go. I went on a journey with the comment, and then in your commentary of the comment, it's it's been a day. It's been that's, a night. That's that's the podcast for you guys. There's one that I want to read, also from IMDb, but I won't read it in full because honestly, it's like seven paragraphs. You know so that means like Gary Jennings is sassy. Like congratulations, or I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm not going to read all that. <laughs> <laughs> I did read all that. I'm not going to read it to you because we only have a limited amount of time. It's like you wish they had a TLDR. (laughs) But it's about, look, the the title is, it's not as bad as they say, dot, dot, dot. It's even worse. (laughs) And then I read the beginning. My first acquaintance with the Double Dragon feature film, feature like this is the person writing a review. This is not like on IMDb. I'm pretty sure he's not getting paid money for it. I want to know when they wrote this. But my first acquaintance, it was 2006. Oh, so it's, it was, it's been a while. 15 yeah, it's been years. a while. Okay. Yeah. My first acquaintance with the Double Dragon feature film was through a collection of video captures hosted on the X Entertainment website. Even they could not prepare me for the purely abysmal experience that the film proper represents. And then, honestly, like, it goes on forever. Like, there are thousands of years and, like, an entire, like, human age happens and the dinosaurs go extinct. And then we have, no, I'm sorry, that was not proper history. (laughs) Like humans and then dinosaurs. I'm feeling like a creationist here. No. So the, uh, a lot of shit happened. What happen. is their thing? They were planted by the devil to throw you <laughs> off. Know. That's their thing. But I'm going to skip to the end of this review. Um, even as unintentional comedy, uh, Double Dragon is a failure. Sure, there are moments when the viewer is either going to laugh or cry. The moment when Marion force feeds a bobo spinach being a prime candidate. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's sad. It. It's sad. It's sad. However, it, it didn't age well. Uh, however, these moments are too infrequent and the film takes itself too far too seriously otherwise for this to be anything other than a min- mean-spirited laugh at the principal actors. Uh, beep, 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 beep. And then it goes, and I still wonder what the hell Alyssa Milano's costume designer was smoking. In at least half of the shots she's in, she looks like she's contemplating force-feeding spinach to her agent until he vomits up a lung. For these reasons, I gave Double Dragon a 1 out of 10. Between watching this film again and being given a spinach enema, I would choose the spinach. You must be wicked hardcore if you can sit through this. I guess we're wicked hardcore. I'll take it. That's a journey. (laughs) And I'm very obsessed with the spinach thing. Like, boys feeding spinach, feeding spinach to the the manager, spinach, (laughs) baby, you're making it. This is someone who stayed at the dinner table, not eating their vegetables a bunch of times. He cracked his knuckles several times. It's uh, his, uh, I keep saying his, I just keep like associating this with men. My thing with the, okay, what's the one thing though? My thing with the costumes for the entire movie, this is supposed to be like. The future. I think 2077 or something. Like, oh, 2007. I don't know. The future. 2007. 2007, the future. Yeah. And then like a bunch of stuff is futuristic, right? Like. Weird 90s futuristic, like retro futuristic, whatever. Like with Robert Patrick's custom is like cut in a weird way, in a different way, in a funky way, whatever. But like a bunch of the kids from like the group, Alisa Milano commands the power core. Dude, they're dressed like I was dressing when I was like rollerblading in the neighborhood. 
Because they... And Scott Wolf and Mark Dacascos are dressed like how I was dressed in my teens. Because they predicted like, it would come back. Gee, no, Crocs are back. We're living. It didn't come back. It was 94. That's the way we dressed at the time. But they knew that in the future, the fashions of the past will loose, be in vogue again. Loose jeans, loose t-shirts, yeah. and a flannel shirt on their waist. And they were correct. Have you seen how the kids are dressing these days? I have yet to see a flannel shirt on a waist. I have. And complicated, large, oh, now I need to buy one. oversized pants. I, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, the return of bell bottoms and junkos and stuff. See? That's, no. I see the youths. And I wore my first year of like junko style uh, jeans and that should never be seen by anyone. But that's the thing. It's happening. It goes Oh yeah, back. we saw the fisherman hat the other day, right? I think they were. The fisherman hat is absolutely The one with flames. It's very, very. Like, it's, Jordan on it's those. the youths, really babe. We it. don't question them. We support them. Imagine me. 1999, Junko pants, baseball jersey, fisherman hat with flames on it. I would rather not. It's amazing. Hard pass. Amazing. Hard pass. Okay, so I will switch to a good, a good one. Okay. okay. Great cast is the title of the review. I mean, they're fun. Love this movie. I think it's very underrated. Look how innocent and silly it is. Good versus evil. No sex scenes or cursing. <laughs> so many cute, adorable cast members. All of which I still watch to this day. How, where are you watching Mark DeCascos, though? Like, that's my question. <laughs> this is from 2021. This is what recent. What is Scott Wolf doing now? I don't, I don't know. Even Alyssa Milano, like, she's active, like, saying white feminist shit on Twitter. But other than that... <laughs> I don't know, but yes, where where are you seeing all of them? Where's Robert Patrick? I liked Robert Patrick. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's unfortunate that, that David Duchovny left the no, X-Files, but he was good in the X-Files. Especially in a time, again, we go back to the theme, when humanity needs to be wiped out. <laughs> like this comment just goes from zero to 100. Look, I was born in 1979. Uh, there was, there hasn't been a time since I was born where humanity didn't deserve to be wiped out. So I don't know what he's talking about. But let me continue. I think it could be actually a she. Does what one. that this person is talking about? Especially, yeah, or a they. We don't know. Um, I just like whenever like someone is being super bitter and petty about something in great detail. On like, if it's a movie, maybe other products. I just assume it's a he, but uh, I could be. Could be wrong, but uh, all of which is to watch to this day, especially in a time where humanity needs to be wiped out and will wipe itself out in due time. They are not wrong. They're not. Uh, people are horrible, just like in this movie, always wanting the power and control. Very selfish, everyone is. <laughs> These movies help me escape to a better place in time. Again, I'm puzzled because this movie talks about this dystopian future. You're agreeing that the future sucks. Still, you feel like you're being transported to a better place in time. I don't think it's a better place in time. I think that's an egotistical way of putting it. It's probably a better time for you when you watched it at first. Exactly. But uh, I just love that it went from... Humanity needs to be wiped out like fucking Thanos is coming. <laughs> and it was started out so wholesome and cute, and then it just goes it goes it goes sour real fast. What do you want now? Do you want something a short or long? Wolf, by the way, is on a recurring show in the CW about Which the show? Nancy Drew novels. Okay. To start a couple him. of uh, years ago. Yeah. I thought he was younger. He's like ten years older than me. For him, it looks really, he looks really good in his 50s. One can only aspire. <laughs> uh, money will do that for you. I'm going to look like crap in my 50s. A good skincare routine. Uh, now, do we want something negative? I want something funny. <laughs> okay. One this one, funny. you might need to explain it to me. Okay, go. This is the title. It's also on IMDb. Dumb dialogue, poor acting, and the director was apparently a possum. <laughs> and I was like, is there an indication? 
or something or like a sign or is this like something I'm missing? And listener, feel free to let me know if I'm missing like a hint or something subtle that has a reference to a possum. Is this like the viral guy from Alabama.com for like a few days ago? What's that? The, remember I told you they got the tweet that went viral about the guy who was like a requested and sought after boudoir photographer. Oh, yes. A barrel racer and the government's coming for his possum. Only maybe because it's from 2019. So it could have been. Oh, okay. But this looks like a person who doesn't like possums. <sighs> so there's like a whole, I really literally wrote instead of just like copying and pasting, I wrote whole nonsense review. Then this is the final paragraph. Okay. <laughs> and this is the final paragraph because I was looking for an explanation for the possum comment. Yep. The film has many problems going for it. Usually when you say going for it is like positive, I think, okay. but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know English. Who knows? Bad acting, terrible dialogue, and I kid you not, the director was apparently a possum, exclamation mark. The film is terrible and silly and not even worth watching to see some tiny cameos by Vanna White, George Hamilton, Andy Dick, or Alyssa Milano. Is it among the worst movies based on video games? Possibly not, but only because there are so many crap films based on video games, double exclamation mark. I don't get the possum thing. I really do need an explanation. I'm literally uh, Googling James Jukic post possum. Nope. <laughs> He's a video director. There is not a possum related. I don't know if he directed any life. video from Possum Kingdom, but. I feel like I needed, I would need this next one also on IMDb. I feel like I would need a British accent to read it. Because when I start reading it, you'll, notice, you'll understand. Absolute piffle. Wonder, I'm sorry. I wonder if he directed the video. No, it wasn't. It's like, oh, is this, this is the 90s. Maybe he directed the video for Possum Kingdom and the Toadies. I don't even know what language this is you're speaking, babe. Uh, no, it's directed by someone else. So, no. <laughs> okay. It's a good, uh, good album, Robert Nick from the 90s. Oh my God. It's exhausting. I'm uh, just, I'm just old. Absolute piffle. It's like when you used to put uh, an onion in your belt. Absolute piffle. Rarely do I comment on poor films, <laughs> but I feel <laughs> you can understand. <laughs> But I feel that as a movie lover, it is not unreasonable to feel outraged when you wait for three years for a movie based on a gaming classic and your patience is met with Double Dragon, a pathetically acted, woefully directed, that was my attempt at a British accent, so pophoric waste of time and money. Avoid. What is even sopophoric? Well, like, the only my my automatic like thing is correcting sopophoric because it even the only movie video game movie that I actually waited for was the Super Mario Brothers one. I I don't know. I love Double Dragon. I don't think I would have waited for a movie. The word is soporific. Oh. So he was very pretentious with the wrong words. I love this. I love Stop this when horrific. they cover like the big words and they're <laughs> misused or misspelled. I love it. Tending to induce drowsiness or sleep. You could have just said it's a movie that will get you sleepy. But I love it so much. Not unreasonable to feel outraged. And and his patience, their patience, was met with uh, with this. I, I love it. I love that this person actually waited three years for this. Here's movie. the thing. <laughs> like watching it at home. I was very sleepy and very tired that day. I did fall asleep for like 10 minutes. Uh, watching it at home, be like, oh, God damn it. I'm just going to watch something else. If I had watched this at the movies, dude, if I had a popcorn or soda in my hand, I'd be fine with this. I was, that's what I was saying. Like I was I like, was... Walked, I was like, okay, uh, Whatever, and promptly like forget everything about it. But if you would have given me snacks, I'd be fine with it. But that's what I was saying. I was fine with it. Yeah. Just fine. I'm gonna switch gears to a, a livelier one. I like Happy this format, by the way. You people would have to tell you they like it or not, but I like it. The the reviews? Yes, I love this so much. Okay, I'm going to go with a, just a shorty from Rotten Tomatoes again. Actual, that an seems actual like a critic. song from like the odds. What? A shorty, a shorty. From, <laughs> okay. from Rotten Tomatoes. Just a shorty. <laughs> By the man Rotten Tomatoes with a Z at the end. 
know. And they're like, a guy who just wants a shorty you know, to hang out. Uh, this is from... Probably wear a dragon button-down shirt. <laughs> it's from Joe Lydon from the Moving Picture Show. Okay. There is a genial exuberance to the lead performance. <laughs> Genial, genial exuberance. Is this about Robert Patrick? Is not, no, to the lead performances of Wolf and the Cascas. There's no genius There's no genial exuberance in that. Who behave as though the Lee brothers aren't too many rungs above beefies and butthead on the evolutionary ladder. Again, I, so this is like I'm reading on Rotten Tomatoes and he has the like little tomato or the little squash tomato thing. And I didn't want to open the full review because I didn't want context. No, I it's, want I, these to live. I'm with you. But are we <laughs> genial exuber- exuberance? Did you see any of that? No. I don't. I just saw the Scud Wolf can't kick. Yeah, most people. While Mark Zakaskis is obviously a very skilled martial artist. Yeah. That's this whole thing. We have to do the Capoeira movie now. I forget Ooh. the name of the movie. Scott's there. I think it's Capoeira. Isn't it? No, it's another. I don't remember. In Portuguese, I think it's Capoeira. But Scott Wolf is there to like deliver the one-liners. Like when the guy, like the mean villain goes, you're weak like your father. This and is- he goes, you're ugly like your mother. <laughs> like, that's his nickname, right? Ugly. You need him for that. Uh, this is pre-Party of Five, right? I think Party of Five actually started. I'm Googling it. Yeah, it started in 1994. So about the same time. time. Get you a series that does 142 episodes. Good on you, Scott Wolf. And uh, another. But the best one liners are the villain, though. I just want total domination of one major American city. Is that too much to ask? And it's like, no, it's not too much to ask. Just one city. This fucking broken down, terrible city that really sucks. It's okay. We did say, right? Like watching the movie, it's like, okay, this is a guy who has attainable goals. Yeah. It's like- he doesn't want the world. He doesn't <laughs> want a state. He's like, okay, there was an earthquake. We broke off from the mainland. The seed is now a different thing. Okay. I just want this city. Just one. It's... I feel like just give him that. Like you're gonna save everyone a lot of trouble. It's like when Doctor Evil says a million dollars, everyone has to correct him. Really, more, more, just more. It's like I okay, I just it. want a mid-major city. Okay, I love myself. good on you for like knowing like where you. <laughs> it's a hefty goal. Hefty. It's a hefty goal. Like it's who can dominate a city. Like it's not easy. But yeah. okay, like you didn't pick a country or the world. Just a city. It's but fine. that's a complication with Bison from Street Fighter. <laughs> He's a little too big for his britches. He is. He's not that good. <laughs> He's good. Crazy enough. Not that, <laughs> not good. that good. And that's why they are all foiled, I think. All the plans are foiled when they just go too big. I feel like there's a healthy medium. It's what I've, I keep saying this on this show and all the other shows. My key to life is don't aspire to things. But if you're going to aspire to a thing, if you're going to be a supervillain, like, you can settle for, like, a a basic, just a basic level of evilness. There's two lessons, right? That's the one. Like, do something attainable for your level of evilness, number one. And then number two, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Then don't be, like, a Bond villain. Like, I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. And then there's, like, a lazy that's going to take, like... 40 fucking seconds to kill him. No, just I shoot just, him. I just want like the other half of this medallion so I can gain total. It's not even like Thanos who needs like all oh, the eternity stones. He just needs like the other half of the thing. And then he'll have total power. Now I wonder if he knew what was going to happen with the two medallions. Because the whole this is like a new guy who's like in, not in any other games. Right. Okay. And the whole story is like, oh, I was like working with your pet father and we were like digging up the medallion. He didn't want to put it together. It's too much power. But did he know that that too much power was going to be splitting into two weird, dark, shadowy ninja like figures? Probably not because it was stupid to split up. Also, like because then you have two brothers fighting. And they were easy to beat. Just turn on the light yeah. and then you beat them. And then you lose yourself because you're not yourself anymore. Yeah. Do you want to, like, are you willing as a villain to sacrifice yourself to be two ninjas? No. 
die when they turn on the light. No, I would rather be one powerful person. I think he was more powerful with one half of, of the mentality. Of But... See, ambition doesn't get you anywhere. Nope. Lesson of the movie. Don't aspire to things. Um, aspire to attainable goals and ambition will kill you. I'm gonna read from a uh, Google review. This movie is horrible. Don't waste your time <laughs> watching this horrendous garbage. <laughs> that would be my Google review. I appreciate the honesty. Don't waste your time watching this horrendous garbage. I love it. This is a review I can absolutely respect. It's like, this is not going to take too much time. I'm not using like elaborate vocabulary. I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm just, this feels like a person who's doing a public service. Like, I'm not going to, I just want to warn people. This is a person who like finished the movie. What? <sighs> Got up from the couch and then. The significant other's like, where are you going? I just I don't, <laughs> don't ask. Just <laughs> minute. And just go through the computers like I need to warn people about this. <laughs> Life is precious. They need to. Life is valuable. Life is worth so much more than wasting an hour and a half on this. I just need to warn them. And appreciate I it. I respect it. I can absolutely oh, I respect absolutely that. Oh, I absolutely do. Uh And what are we going to next? I don't know. Let's curveball. See. Curveball. Is there anything about possums again? <laughs> no, but I will say this: this is a, this is a passionate defense from uh, 2009 to all of you moronic people <laughs> who refuse to leave oh these movies alone. Oh, this is the internet, right? Like, just be super aggressive from the first sentence. <laughs> Just be aggressive in your defense of Double Dragon. Double Dragon was a PG movie. It wasn't meant for the adult viewer in particular. I watched this movie when I was a kid after it came out on video and I thought it was spectacular. I still think it's a decent movie. If any of you losers can name a singular movie from 1994 that was directed towards children, that was still packed with action, that was better than this, you're a freaking bum. I can probably guarantee that most of you buttheads, that's right, I called you buttheads. <laughs> Let's test that. Yeah, absolutely oh, not. I'm not even this. This is magnificent. Hated any martial arts style movie that ever came out. Bruce Lee's movies were of a worse quality than this movie. And I love Bruce <laughs> Lee movies. The point is, you can't be a narrow-minded nitwit if you're going to watch movies. <laughs> It was one of my favorite words. I can name a handful of movies or more that everyone and their mother absolutely loved, but I and the majority of the people around me thought were boring and pointless. But I never tore down the movie to other people. I just told them that I personally didn't enjoy. I love that this went into like full critique of the critique freaking system. This is like me when I grew up. Like, I just don't like it. You do you. I just don't like it. But you need to see the kicker. Oh. But I guess that's lost on Americans. <laughs> the rest of the world enjoy something. And you guys come along and muck it up. Did you expect this review to go this many places? No, I love it so much. <laughs> I can see your face. I just love like it so much. Beaming. Oh, I was going to make a joke and I held myself. I I love it that it goes like it, it, there's a lot of um, like just criticism of several things here. Like just the movie critic. Can't see, that's why that is a PG movie. So like hands are tied. I, I think that's, that's the thing. And that's what I always talk about. Even on You Love to See, like you need to. Adjust your expectations when you go into basically anything, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna if I if I'm gonna watch freaking Street Fighter, expecting to watch a fucking I don't know some boring shit you like Paul Thomas Anderson movie, you're gonna be disappointed. Yes, I'm the only person in the world who likes <laughs> PTM movies. Yes, you're, you're very I close. He calls him. He calls him PTM. Everyone does. I like some of it, but that's beside the point. What I'm saying is you need to kind of like, okay, this is going to be slower. This is going to be faster. This is going to be silly. This is gonna, I don't understand people going to watch freaking Double Dragon and hating it. I kind of maybe understand it. Like it's 94. You don't know what to expect. You 
wasted money going to the freaking movie theater and then you're angry. Then I think I get one it. thing. There's no way that like, 1994, like, where are you going to watch a trailer? Yeah, you don't like, know. Unless That's you exactly. watch the coming attractions yeah. and, and another movie, whatever. I get it. I get it. Um, But this was probably my favorite, my favorite review. It's so good. I'm going to give the start of one now that hated it from IMDb. Okay. Give it one out of 10. Okay. Again, it's a whole thing. Like you it's just an click adventure. and never it's a travel. It's a trip. It's never ending. No, it's not. It's too boring. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it was like, it was huge. But I will give you the the title in the beginning. Hoover and got nothing on this one. And I'm like, what is Hoover? I'll explain. Hoover, parenthesis, the original inventor of the vacuum cleaner. Closest parenthesis. I was thinking Hoover. Hoover's because they suck. I I didn't know, but yes. Uh, better watch their Heine. This person used the word Heine. I don't even know how to spell Heine. They spelled it H-I-N-E-Y. I don't know if that's the correct way. Okay, but we get so the message across. Heine. It does. This flick can literally suck the paint off your car. <laughs> <laughs> These people are so green. I'm sorry, Jordan, for like breaking the <laughs> mic there. Oh my god! It was me. No, it was me. It was me. I like laughed at the mic. <laughs> and just, oh, you it can suck the paint of your car. I that's love a good it. phrase. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna incorporate it into my day today. I I love it. I oh, that love- shit can suck the paint out of your car. At the same time, like, I'm thinking, why are these people, like, taking all this time and this so elaborate? Then I'm like, you know, when I was, like, 17, I was very active on American Idol forums. I was going to say that I barely went into forums. Like, I'm not one to write on the internet. Only American Idol. I had very passionate opinions about American Idol. And I probably, if you take a comment of mine from that time, you might get something like this. So I hope I'm never found on the internet. <laughs> the next time on you love to see it when you're doing like videos and stuff like you've been doing the, the past few weeks, you have to do an Adam Lambert thing. What do you mean? I want the world to know of your love. Of how much I love Adam for Lambert? For Adam Lambert. Okay. I don't know if the world is ready for that because it's a lot of love. It is. And More than did, me. He did make, do a cover of A Whole Lot of Love. So See, that was me go. making a play on words there you go. that expressed my love for Adam Lambert. That's why you get the big bucks for writing. But I don't think they're, I think we're about, how, how far along are 51 we? 51 minutes, so. Yeah. You're, you're engineering. Hadrug's engineering this. I'm not even looking at the screen. I press record on GarageBand. That's as far as my engineering <laughs> it's a lot. go. It's beautiful. I appreciate it. There is one very simple one from Google. Just food for thought. Pure chaotic and not in a good way. <laughs> it fails at being a movie. It feels as being a movie is so freaking humiliating. There's other. There's so many worse movies than this. It fails at be. It's so hurtful though. It like, is. Imagine like you. Imagine you put out a like you're a person. You put out a movie. Like it took a lot of your time and whatever. And I'm not saying you can't criticize movies. Okay. Well, I criticize a lot of movies, especially the ones that are very boring and especially the ones that are actually serious on Netflix by the guy, Mike Flanagan. <laughs> but I... <laughs> oh, you got to talk about Midnight Mass? I already have in the Tim Bissell episode, oh, so I okay. will not uh, again. <laughs> I feel like I've done enough. But it is... Then you do all of that and then somebody says, not even like good or bad. It fails at being what it's supposed to be in its essence that's such like if somebody ever came to me you fail at being a pert well I say that to myself all the time but you it would be more hurtful like, me. <laughs> tell you to stop being that harsh like you have like you had one job which was being a movie well, and you still wouldn't wasn't good enough to make the cut that's the harsh that's harsh I wonder if someone goes to that person's job just goes like you fail being a cashier. You failed at being like a jerk. You failed at... You failed being a mid-level manager of this paper company. Everything is... But I, and even that is not that bad. Cause I mean, like hopefully he's not a lifeguard. Because like if he fails of being a lifeguard, then... No, because like... <laughs> <laughs> what? It went tragic. 
What's tragic? I was trying to say, it's not even because it's worse than that. It's not a thing you perform. Like it's an essence. Like a movie is a movie. It's not like you failed at being a comedy. You failed at being an action comedy. You failed at being a movie. It's not about a job. It's like you failed at being essentially who you are. That sucks. That's too aggressive for me. It's I can be an aggressive person. No, you. I don't think anybody's noticed that. <laughs> There's one. I'll 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 do a, a nice one for us to wrap up today. Let's see. Let me pick one that's that's wholesome and will make us happy. Um, this one is gave the movie a nine out of ten, and the title is "Where Does All the Hate Come From?" Like, where is the love? as sung by the Black Eyed Peas. This movie is awesome! Exclamation mark. It's nonstop fun from start to finish. The fight scenes and action were good. The graphics were good. Scott Wolf and Mark the Damascus. Is Damascus? Oh, that's not correct. That's not correct. And Mark... I can't imagine every phone in the world corrects Damascus to Damascus. But Damascus is so funny. Okay, <laughs> Mark Damascus played off of each other really well. They were sort of like Sean and Gus meet Sam and Dean. So Sam and Dean are from Supernatural. Yeah. And Sean and Gus are no Sh- not Sean of the Dead, no. No, that's... I'm Googling. I never watched Supernatural. They're from Psych. They're the... the oh, yeah. well, it was the... Um, yeah, the, the guy was also on the West Wing. I think so. I don't, I don't even know. But yeah, they're the... I watched, I've never watched it. Love it. Sean and Gus meet Sam and Dean. A very silly movie with a lot of heart. That's me. I'm a very silly person with a lot of heart. My complaint would be that it was a little bit more silly than it needed to be. Also me. It honestly could have taken itself a little bit more seriously. Also me. And it would have been just as enjoyable. Not me. Never enjoyable. I don't know if people... Stop. <laughs> I don't know what people want out of a video game movie like Double Dragon. That's a fair questioning to have. Obviously, Mortal Kombat is probably the greatest one ever made. That's debatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it, but like, mm-hmm. obviously, it's a very strong statement. I'm also a big fan... <laughs> Of the Super Mario Brothers flick. Oh, I'm done. Another one that does not deserve the flacking. <laughs> it does. Alyssa Milano was wonderful. Yes. I wholeheartedly support Let's this review. stick with that. Best review ever. She was wonderful. Why she would was. you say something shitty about her appearance? Like she was it. nice. She, she shone. She knew her lines. Charismatic. She was charismatic. She fought people. She was defending an entire city. Yeah, standing up, like, risking her reputation with her dad to, like, stand up for what she felt was right. You go, Alyssa Milano. We can all aspire to that. Good movie. But the final line is what gets me. Shame the naysayers. (laughs) Which is going to be the tagline. For, for this podcast. I can imagine. I can imagine. Shame the naysayers. Shame the naysayers. That's the title. There you go. So you see why I wanted to share the reviews. They're, they're magnificent. I read was... a lot of reviews. Like, because for when we do, like, you love to see it, obviously, our other podcasts are fan by the one that is about movies and stuff. Like, I always look at reviews. Like, I'm interested because I think it, sometimes it makes me think. Sometimes it's funny. Like, just the reaction. This was like, these were all over the place. The emotions were high. People feel some type of way about the movie. They are all over the place. I love this so much. But it's also like internet culture, right? Like, it's not a good movie. Like, we can agree on that, right? It's not a good movie. Mm -hmm. But then you have to defend the thing you like for the people who hate it. So that's the world in a nutshell. Or you have to, like, be angry that people like it and you don't. Yep. Which... I do with you here. Oh, I can do it personally. I don't have to go to the internet to make everybody aware. Well, we are on the internet. So there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> Got me there. Can I just finish this by um, naming one line from the bad guy that we didn't say that I really love and I think it's amazing? Okay. I think of you like a son. You can always have another son. <laughs> Like, it's such a good line. It's it is perfect. 
It's perfect. It's like good one-liner. It's like a good villain that somehow turns into a cardboard cutout whenever he's possessed by one half of the dragon. Can you imagine? Can you imagine him seeing the end result and being like having been on Terminator? And then oh, they probably him, thought it was amazing. But imagine him being like seeing himself like on Terminator and then as a cardboard yeah. cutout that runs away like a soul that kind of reminiscent of ghost <laughs> and be like, I need these two things. I love it for him. It I reminded it. me there was uh when I was like really little, there's little uh, figures like cut out figures that you buy like a, um, some stores that you have to use your static. So like you brush your uh, hand against your hair. Okay. You put them on the table and then you put your hand on top of them and they would move. And they moved exactly like the thing. See? <laughs> exactly like that. It was like rolling over and it would give like this entire, it was just the thing. Just a throwback. Yeah. So just for reference, we're wrapping this up. But on IMDb, the movie is 38%, which I don't think is fair. I think it's me. I thought you were going to mention your biggest laugh in the movie. What was my biggest laugh in the At movie? the end. Oh, yes. <laughs> the two villains, uh, the minor villains that work for the big villain. Uh, they have these two little sides because they're out of a job because the villain has been taken down. And one of them has wool hench for, mon- for money. And the other one's looking for... I don't. I just remember the wool hench for for money. It was like looking for uh, evil, oh, now evil boss. It. it was like looking for evil boss, whatever. But you, the, you, you had the cackled. biggest laugh ever. It was really funny. Yeah. So the movie is three point eight on IMDb, which I don't really think it's fair. It is not. It seems a little harsh. It is because yeah, there there are worse things in the world, and it's short. So it's like, how annoyed can you be in one yeah, hour, like and hour and thirty minutes? You yeah. can be annoyed in like three hours. But like this is a little excessive 13% on the tomato meter And 26% on the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes So it's not a widely acclaimed uh, feature film As our British sounding commenter (laughs) would say And 76% on on Google See, that's better yeah, well, they, they, I've never seen anything below 70 on Google, oh, have you? Uh, it was Will Hench for Food. Will Hench for Food, sorry, yes. And Thugs Seek Ruthless Boss. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It's a perfect little it's scene. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful way to end the movie. Okay. I guess that's it, everyone. Thank you so much, dragons. <laughs> I hope dragons are your favorite animal. And if, <laughs> and if they are, you will enjoy this movie. Although I will warn you, it is not about two dragons at all. There are no dragons. I don't think they had the budget for dragons. So the dragons are merely implied. Babe, before we leave... Sure. Do you want to leave? I didn't even introduce you in the beginning of the podcast. I was a horrible host. Do you, no, you say you don't need an introduction. I just said boo-boo. I'm sorry. Yeah. Babe, Rodrigo del Campo. Gonzalez, por favor. Gonzalez, perdón. Rodrigo. Mi mamá también cuenta. I have to say, I, I need to, I'm, we're on like a full name basis now. <laughs> Rodrigo del Campo Gonzalez. Gracias. How did you, uh, where people can, where can people find you? What do you want to plug, point people to on the internet? I don't think there's anything to plug because there's nothing I do that can be seen on the States unless someone gets me a job in the U.S. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shoot your shot, babe. Shoot your shot. Everything I do is in Latin America and it's like blocked for the U.S. So. So he, what, if you, what in, he's saying you're is, anywhere in Latin America, Thursdays, uh, 30 o'clock, Cloud of Sports, um, three rounds, which is an MMA show. And then like every other weekend, except the weekends, which we're not going to be here, um, calling NASCAR Mexico races, which are a lot of fun. And I'm calling a bunch of sports, probably the Winter Olympics in February. And uh, Twitter at Roth del Campo with two D's R O D D E L C A M P O. Remember to like and subscribe. Best <laughs> camp of my life. There's been really good episodes. Uh, the Jimmy Smith one is really good. The Tim Bezels one is really good. Also, you love to see it. Oh, see. Subscribe, rate, and activate the download. So if you miss the episode, at least we get your download. 
Get you a man who will promote your podcast for you on your own podcast because you're, you feel like it's silly and you don't do it. Who are you thinking this week? Uh, who are we thinking as a random person this yes. week? I don't know. Let me do my thing. Do your thing. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you listeners at home for listening. It's great. And maybe downloading and liking and whatever. If you feel so inclined. Thank you, Jordan. Our amazing, perfect, beautiful producer slash editor. And thank you, anybody who is in Rachel Hollis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe not anybody. There are people who have done worse things to the world than Rachel Hollis. But uh, do you have someone you're looking at me funny? No, no, no. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the big thank you. Did Mark the Costco's do something terrible? I have no idea. Let's just do 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 what I can eat. Yeah, like Mark the Costco's. I don't know what he's up to. Maybe he it's problematic. She I don't was know. on a Netflix show recently. I don't remember their name. But then if it's not like what a legacy, we should do more more Mark the Costco's movies. And it's not Mark the Costco's. It's Mark the Costco's. So thank you, Mark. Oh, that should be in the Hall of Fame <laughs> autocorrect. Mark the Costco's. <laughs> This has been the best camp of my life. I will see you all next week.